Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios, it's time for Women in Motion. Brought to you by WBEC West. Join forces, succeed together. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here with Dr. Pamela Williamson, another episode of Women in Motion, and this is going to be a good one. It's brought to you, as always, by Webeck West, and today's topic is the current and past national host committees of the WeBank National Conference are here to discuss uh, what brought them to that role and what their businesses are. Dr. Pamela, you got quite a crowd today. Can you talk a little bit about them? I can, Lee. Thank you for tearing it up. So last week we talked about the National Conference and there are so many things to unpack. I thought I would bring two amazing women on the show today, both who have one who was the past WeBank National Conference Host Committee Rep for WeBank West, and the other is the current WeBank Host Committee Rep for we back west. Try saying those two things I know. fast. That's a lot. So uh, I am so excited to have Marianne Ellis. Uh, she was last year's rep for We Back West. And we also have Dee Dee Van Quell, who is this year's National Host Committee rep for We Back West. So ladies, I'm going to ask each of you to start off by introducing yourselves and telling us a little bit about why you, you chose to be a host committee representative for WeBank. And Marianne, let's start with you as our past one. Sure. Well, actually, I'm, I'm kind of sad going into uh, Denver, the the WeBank West National Trade Show. I have to give up my crown and turn it over to Dee. So I'm going to miss not being on the National Host Committee. It was an amazing experience. Uh, my introduction, Marianne Ellis, CEO and co-founder of CEO Success Community, And this conference is perfect for us because our business is all about being the source for women and diversity business owners seeking contracts with Fortune 500. So those are the buyers. Those are the individuals coming to conference to look for new suppliers that they can meet with, potentially invite to RFPs, potentially give them purchase orders. So this is a perfect trade show for our business and part of why it was created As background, I'm an expert in advertising, marketing, and business coaching and RFPs. I've helped multiple business owners. So if you like to make money, close over $100 million in new billion growth in less than 18 months. So if you like money and you like it fast, I enjoy helping you. I also have a unique perspective. I've both been on the sell side, where I was trying to win corporate contracts, as well as on the buy side, working with companies like Porsche, 23andMe, Panda Express, Brown Foreman, the liquor company, in a $16 billion spend pool. I really, this is my world and I love it. So that's a little bit about the company. We do work for clients like We Back West, so I'm very pleased to have them as a client, as well as We Bank, uh, SCE, PG&E, CDW, and more. Uh, my last thing I would share with you or the listeners is I am thrilled to have been an Amazon number one best-selling co-author in a book, Women in Business Leading the Way, and a two-time winner for WB Advocate of the Year in WeBank Back Westworld, and also um, went to the Emmys a week ago. So you can ask me who I met, and I can tell you about my green dress that malfunctioned, but that's another time. Um, so going on to National Host Committee, it was a huge honor to do that. It was in Nashville. It was March of 2023, 
And um, I did it for three reasons. One, because I was thrilled to represent We Back West. So there are 14 members on the host committee, and they represent the 14 regions of the United States. And together, this was the first time they, that We Bank ever did this. Uh, they had one representative per region. And so I was thrilled to represent my region. We are the best, in case anyone's listening. Um, and then the second reason why I did it is visibility for the company. I think when you put your company out there in leadership positions like that, that is it says a lot about your company, your willingness to volunteer, your willingness to help run a conference of this magnitude and size. I also did it because I wanted to create relationships across the country. I have clients from New York and Boston and Chicago. I do business consulting and coaching coast to coast, now internationally. Um, but so I did that also to expand my geographic. Uh, and most of all, I did it because I just I just love We Back West and I enjoy being a woman business owner in this group. So I will turn it over to Didi. Take my crown, Didi. You get it. Now it's your turn. Enjoy Denver. But I'm here for you. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, those are huge shoes to fill. Um, I don't, uh, I, I don't even know where to start with that. But uh, I will say, <laughs> I am, I am Dee Dee Van Quill. I am um, the owner and president of Image Projections West. We go by IPW. We are um, the largest remaining manufacturer remanufacturer of toner cartridges uh, left on U.S. soil. Uh, everybody's probably aware that. Uh, manufacturing in the U.S. across all industries is is being decimated, has been decimated, and is going away. And our industry is no different. There used to be thousands of remanufacturers in the U.S., and um, we are down to less than a dozen, and we are the largest remaining. There is there are others outside of the U.S., but I'm I'm proud to own the largest. I'm um, really proud to be in manufacturing. There's precious few women business owners in manufacturing. They seem to be appearing you know, out of the woodwork more and more, which I'm loving, and I'm totally in support of that. Um, we attended for the first time in Nashville, and it was such an amazing experience for us, the WeBank Conference uh, really opened our eyes to so many things. It, uh, I think we fed off the energy, the positive energy of everybody there. It was really, I, I've been to a lot of conferences, a lot, you know, a lot of trade shows and really had never seen quite or felt quite so much positive energy on all fronts across the entire conference. It was really amazing for us as a group. Um, we had a great group with us. Uh, just, just, for that alone, but we also were able to meet some clients that we we hadn't thought of as clients. We are business to business; we're not retail, so it's a little different for us. Um, but we really made some fabulous connections with with businesses we didn't know exist. They didn't know we existed, and I don't think you can find that in a lot of other places, even other trade shows, because they're usually so industry specific. So um, that was really great for us, and I when asked to serve on the host committee was very excited to do so for the same reasons that Marianne did. It was, it was um, so great just to be a part and, and attend I, it to be part of the planning committee and, and hosting, especially in our own backyard. Our, our facility is in Denver. This, uh, this coming 
conference will offer offer us the opportunity to give tours to some of our large customers that will be in attendance and some potential customers. We've never had that opportunity before, especially coming off of COVID and lots of people still weren't traveling. So I just, um, though it's just been really amazing to be involved with this group. I've been inspired by all the women serving on the conference panel. So now, Dee Dee, can you share a little bit about, um, like, what are some of the things that you're doing in this role? So, um, other than, you know, um, PR and marketing, we are um, helping to uh, get the word out about attending, about the the um, the benefits that each business owner themselves can gain from just, just simply attending, not even exhibiting, but um, we are... Um, offering mentorship to to women who are just coming into the the conference and um what what are some of the things that you're like hearing from the the people you're talking to is this something that they aspire to go to at some point and they just haven't gotten around to it yet like what are some of the things that they're asking you uh, yeah, so I've spoken to several women business owners um, over the past couple months that uh, hadn't really even thought uh, about attending because they didn't know how they would go about, you know, setting up a booth and doing a trade show or what what it, what it could accomplish for them. And just being able to share our experience from last year, being just an attendee and exhibitor um, to now serve, serving on the host committee and getting all of the more detailed inside information about really how much opportunity on, on so many different levels there is. It's just, um, it's been amazing to be able to share that. And that I know that three of the women that I've spoken to have are, are now attending when they af- had asked me about it, they hadn't planned on t- attending. So. So, Lee, one thing I can share with everyone that's listening is having gone through being on National Host Committee and Didi's realizing this now, um, it really begins first, you, you need to listen to your RPO leader. So I began by listening to what Dr. Pamela Williamson, what sort of her hopes and dreams, what her expectations were for the conference, because you are a representative of your region. So that's sort of step one, if you're on National Host Committee. Step two is then you get to engage weekly with meetings with WeBank, which is the national organization. Pam Prince Isom, the CEO of the organization, is on these calls. You get a chance to meet her leadership team. And so you are there week after week. And so Didi's going to feel this, the buildup. As the conference gets closer and closer, you're hearing the decisions that are being made. You're sharing information back because Pamela is also in with all the CEOs having their meetings But this is now at the business owner, the WBE level, we're sharing with all the regionals um, reps and talking with WeBank leadership. Um, You're also excited because you get to hear about the WeBank stars. So these are the featured business owners. So there's a relationship between the stars and the host committee. I also learned a lot about leadership, just sitting on these calls and watching how these different national host committee members, you know, whether they were in DC or, you know, coming out of the South and just their leadership style, how they were running things and what they were doing. Um, And then of course, when you're on site, you feel like the information booth. So Didi, prepare yourself. Someone's going to say, 
we're wondering why is it taking a while to get to lunch? And then they're going to go, oh, well, ask uh, Didi. She's on National Host Committee. So there were a lot of people that were pointing to me. That might be one part of the crown I might not miss. Um, but you really are a, a, a concierge a bit when you're there because you know a lot and you can help a lot. Now, when you got into this, it sounds like, Marion, you were very strategic. Like you weren't looking at this as, okay, I have this role. I'm going to obviously, uh, that's table stakes to execute the role as defined, but to really wring out as much value as you can for Webeck West and yourself and your firm, you you seem to have looked at it very strategically. Can you share some of those strategic tips to really wring out the most value? Let's see, do I really want to give away my secrets, Lee? I mean, really? Okay, I'll give a few just to the listeners. Um, one, I made sure that We Back West shined on every single one of the national calls. And I think it was really important because this Pamela, her leadership and Jamie Lomax and all the great team at We Back West, you know, I was saying, and this is what we're doing here. And I saw some of the other RPOs go, Hmm, what a good idea. So I think one strategic thing that I felt was important was, you know, be a good senator, be, be a good congressperson, you know, so I felt like that was one sort of strategic move. And then for the company, I also wanted to make sure that, the, um, again, so I, I welcome everyone for going into Denver CEO success community, we're booth number 1615. So write that down and come by and say hello. Um, I felt that I needed to do a good job articulating the company, what we did, uh, how we could be of service to other business owners and other corporations. So both for who I was representing and then also having a secondary role for the company. So I felt like there were sort of two hats I was wearing. Is this helpful, Didi? Oh, tremendously helpful. Yes. And and I'm taking notes. Now, um, obviously, um, protecting the brand of Webeck West and protecting your own brand is important. Um, what are maybe some of the benefits that from the business owner's perspective that they may not, it might not be obvious. Um, like, like you mentioned earlier, some people felt like, oh, if I have to have a booth in order to really get the, as much value as possible. But um, I heard uh, you say that just attending, you can get a lot of value. So for the people who are just attending, um, any advice for them to bring out as much value as possible? Um, from my perspective, um, if if you're attending, uh, go with a plan, um, but don't be married to the plan. So go with a plan of who who are you looking to see and get you know, really get in front of what is your goal when you get in front of them and um, be open to getting in front of people you hadn't or businesses you hadn't thought of as maybe even in your demographic and and sharing with them because the more you share, the more connections you make, even organically, you can be connected through two other people that you spoke to, to your potentially next biggest client. Um, Aditi, this is Pamela. My question is, there are so many women business owners, WBEs, who are hesitant to go to the conference for their first time. You mentioned earlier that last year was your first conference. I'm curious if you have any advice for those people who are kind of on the fence about going or not going. Um, I would say I can't imagine it not being a huge benefit to your business 
to attend and and to to go and exhibit or at least attend it i it again just just feeding off the energy and and being around other women business owners gives you ideas and sparks creativity that you didn't even know you had but on top of that um it really is such a great um i don't even know how to put this cohesive function uh, every event that i attended it was everybody was there for the same reasons and even if even if you were speaking to somebody who was like completely you know not within your realm of business knowledge there was something to be gained just from those conversations and being around the energy and and picking other people's brains for ideas you, you just you can't predict the connections you're going to make and what's that that's going to spark for your business i would I say that. i was going to say going to this conference i think is a game changer for your business and i think you can go at multiple levels and i would say start slow so attend don't booth then go to the next level and booth you know there's different levels of attending unless you're ready to booth right out of the gate um, but I would say that what's so important is this is a real opportunity to have conversations in a safe space. And what I mean by that is I have a phrase in coaching that I use that's called suspect versus prospect. Suspect is somebody that I think will do business with me. Prospect is somebody who will do business, maybe not today, maybe the buy cycle is two years out. But I think it's important to have conversations about you know, is this the right prospect for me? What are your minimum qualifications? Who's your current incumbent? This is a chance for you to learn a lot and listen. There's workshops. There's other WBEs you can learn from. And I also think that this is a chance when you go to the different trade show booths, they're going to tell you really quickly, are they going to grant you a capability meeting, move your company forward or not. So, you know, don't worry about the yes and no. It's sort of like the Harry Potter sorting hat. We need, you all fit into some house. We just need to figure out what the right house is and we need to connect you so you're not wasting your time and your money. The other thing I would say is um, We Back West, and I'm not paid by Pamela, does a great job so nobody feels alone. They have a group, group me app so that if someone wants to say, hey, I'm going to the Starbucks for coffee, join us, or hey, who wants to join me for dinner? Um, really, this group goes out of their way so that no one feels alone at this conference. And Thanks, Mary. Now, Didi, are you finding that? Is that uh, maybe a fear that some people have that they're going to be by themselves? They don't know a lot of people and they're going to be overwhelmed because there's so many people that if you walk into that room you feel like everybody knows everybody and you may not know anybody. So is there an effort to, you know, help a person network and, and to meet some folks, even if they feel a little uncomfortable? Uh, definitely. And I will tell you, I'm, I was one of those people. I took a group of four um, with me to Nashville and um, I, I kind of always feel like that. I was always a wallflower, but um so uh, I'm definitely, and you know, I didn't even know about the group me app. So I'm again, taking notes on that. That's fabulous. Um, but we literally, we were constantly having conversations. That's how well attended this conference is. We were constantly having conversations with people. You were, you were um, making contacts. We, we didn't know any of the people in the booth or the attendees coming by our booth for the first two days. And we had lunch with, with, 
almost everybody in our section by the by the end of the conference I, I people won't let you feel alone so don't be worried about that because you won't you won't get to be alone if you want to be so is there um is there any uh tips uh, Marianne maybe you can share on kind of maximizing your time with those enterprise level organizations to get the most out of that well the first thing i would say is as a business owner going to conference the whole conference organizes itself by industry group. So let me quickly for the listeners say what those industry groups are. And then you can say, ah, that's my, those are my people. So they organize by automotive, chemical, energy, financial services, food and beverage, healthcare, insurance, manufacturing, ding, ding, ding. There you go, Didi. Manufacturing and construction, professional and technical services, retail, and a few more. Travel, arts, and entertainment is one group, and utilities. So those are the groupings that they have for the workshops. That's how they group all the booths together for the trade show. So all the utilities are together, all the automotives are together. So the first thing I would say is take a look and see where are most of your clients coming from right now? Who seems to gravitate towards your company? Who are the clients that you have? What industry are you servicing the most? And then the other tip I would give everyone is, if you're listening, I don't know when this airs, but We Back West does a great job led by Jamie Lomax of a boot camp. And it's not too late. There's another boot, boot camp session on the 1st of February. It's all on the We Back West event website. And then I think there's one more session. But it's really important that you get some training before you go and that you create this plan that Didi said. And the plan could be as simple as what are the six companies you'd like to meet during the meet and greet session. There is a session on Thursday where there are round tables and you get to pick six different corporations that you'd like to sit at their table. There'll be a couple of corporates and eight other WBEs. And then they have 25 minute sessions where you get three minutes to introduce your company to that corporate. So at the very least, think about the six possible tables you'd like to sit at and because like musical chairs, they can fill up quickly, I always say have some extras, um, but pick those companies, pick those prospects, do your homework, know your company, how can you best serve, and then go and have some fun. Prepare materials, prepare your capability statement. They may not want it, but it will give you an anchor point to speak from. Um, some people bring iPads, you know, and speak to an iPad or others bring postcards that are smaller with their conference offer on it. So there's all kinds of tips and tricks on how to do this. But I would just say, come be yourself and be open and take lots of notes and be sure to follow up. That would be the number one thing, Lee. Um, according to the National Sales Association, about 50% will go to this conference and do nothing when they get home. Don't be that 50%. Please have a game plan for when you get back to follow up. And Marianne, what, I, what I'd add is that when you talk or debrief with a corporation, or at least when I do, one of the top things that they say is people don't follow up. They met someone great at the trade show floor. They gave them their card. They told them to give them a call and they never call them back, which is such a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's it, it, 50 percent is a big number. So you know what that says? Be the 50 percent that do. Now, Definitely. how do you recommend following up? 
And because I know a lot of people, they go through these things, they meet a lot of people, and in their head, they're like, oh, well, I didn't follow up right away, so now it's weird, and they start, you know, kind of coming up with reasons not to follow up, and then days are going by. What's an elegant way that you found to follow up if it, you know, you didn't do it right away? It's never too late to follow up, one, if you have a very strong product or service, Number two, I think that at the end of every conversation, discipline yourself and start practicing with your staff members before you go. Like pretend like they're a a corporate that you want to meet with or a WBE you want to meet with in practice. But before you say goodbye, um, say, I just want to confirm, would you like me to follow up in a week, a month, six months? You know, what's the cadence here for what you need and how? And I've been surprised about the how. Some have said, Marianne, here's my email address. Don't use the info at da da da. Here's my personal email address, you know, meaning personal company email address. Thank you. Others have said, you know what, my my email inbox is flooded. Let's talk on LinkedIn Messenger. I've closed contracts on LinkedIn Messenger as crazy as that sounds. And um, so I, you need to listen and ask is my recommendation. Um, and really just, it's sort of like when you first meet a friend, you know, when do you want to get together for coffee again? And how do you want me to connect with you? So there's multiple channels of what people want. Um, some people will actually give you their personal cell and say, text me when you send your email. I mean, that even sounds crazy, but it's a, it's a range. And I think first and foremost, ask. So you, you ask and you ask how, and then. Yeah. Ask and ask how. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee. Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree. I um, I also agree that um, maybe even make the plan for follow up before you go to conference. So who's going to be handling um, what what segments or who's going to be emailing, who's going to be calling and, and divide the tasks up amongst your staff. If you if you have that capability, um, that worked really well for us last year. Um, we will do the same thing again this year. And uh, I yeah, I can't impress upon you enough to have a plan and, and be prepared, like, just exactly like Marianne said. Um, another way to look at it, too, is so some companies, they have their top 10 or their top 20, depending on how many people they're bringing to conference. That really impacts how many you can reach. But one um, business owner and CEO success me said in Nashville, she made she had 38 meaningful conversations. And I thought, wow, now that's that that's probably a pace setter. But um, there are a lot of people that say, if I have five conversations that will get me business, three to five, I'm thrilled. So you're going to get a range of expectations and responses. But I would say talk to a lot, but really look for those key quality opportunities that are going to create relationships that are going to create revenue. And it sounds like both of you agree that you just can't go in there and think you're going to wing this and just kind of wander around and hope you find the person with the golden ticket. You have to be strategic. You have to go in with a plan and have almost a list of people. These are the people that I would like to meet. These are the people that I must meet and then have some plan to follow up after you've met them. I think that's how you realize yeah, I, I totally concur. I, I do say, though, if you're one of those people who like cannot make a plan, I know one of those people, and <laughs> that it is also okay, especially if it's your first time, just go and wing it, but go. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Dee, you mentioned going um, recently for the first time. W- was there something that struck you as 
wow, how did I not know about this? Or wow, I wish I would have done this before. Were there some moments that you were like kind of just in awe of what the event is? Uh, uh, absolutely. Um, one, it is it is truly a major show. It is it is a major. I, I've attended some really big conference. Manufacturing has some really big conferences um, across the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, and and this would be considered a major show. And um, it they they know what they're doing. Uh, I'll say we, but I again first timer this year on the on the host committee. They know what they're doing. They they have planned it out super well for your success as an attendee, as an exhibitor. They they are setting this up so that everybody who comes will be successful. Um, now, what about the just being in a room filled with women that are making things happen? Like, was that kind of inspiring for you? I I personally totally fed off the energy in in each and every room and every event that I attended. I cannot tell you or name any other conference or trade show that I've ever been to that felt that way across the board and where I felt inspired and um and sparked and incented to do more for my company and for others to help make connections for others that I met. I loved listening how other business owners introduced their company. And that brought me a lot of joy. And it was really fun because there's such a range of the way introductions happen. Um, Some were very serious. Some were with a smile. Some were with a twist. And I think that there is a big part of this conference where you can be inspired, but if you open your ears, you can really listen and learn. And then there are some that are really experienced at trade shows and you can watch them. I call them the Barracudas. They hit that floor and they know exactly what they're doing and they're going for it. And then there are others that we're still getting our sea legs or we're still getting the train. We got to take the training wheels off a little more. But, um, you know, it's very, I think Didi has the right word. It's inspiring. You know, no matter what level you are in this. And then everyone is so kind, especially when someone says, this is my first trade show. Everyone's like, hug you. Okay, how can we help you? Who are you looking for? I mean, yeah, there's some of us are competing against each other. But it really seems like that's left at the door. There seems to be a real, I don't want to say sisterhood, but there seems to be a real spirit of, uh, I guess it's the We Back West, Hasu, hook a sister up. I think that... Jamie Lomax coined that phrase. It came from We Back West. But there is a real Hasu spirit at um, the National Trade Show, and I and it will be there in full force. I know it will in Denver. Now, we talked a lot about the networking and the business opportunities there, um, and you mentioned kind of informal learning. What about the formal learning and the workshops and things like that? Did, did you find a lot of value in that? I did. I take, um, I always go to the workshops of the prospects I'm looking to do business with. So um, I've done that, a lot that's of one of those pro tips that you just snuck <laughs> in there. And not only do you have a chance to, um, not only do you have a chance to learn more about the industry, but it's timed nicely. So the workshops happen before the first round of trade show and before the second round of trade show. So that the first step is a workshop. So listen in and hear what your corporate prospects are saying, are their pain points, what's going on. I mean, obviously, you've done your homework, you've looked at their websites, you've read their news, recent news before you go. But this is kind of your last check-in. 
And then you can also quote what you just heard when you get to the trade show booth and talk about how you are part of the solution. Did you you get that, Didi? That was good stuff. Again, writing notes. Oh my gosh, I'm such a novice here. I just uh, I should have been picking Marianne's brains for all these months now. Oh, happy to help. Happy to help. I I really love what I do, and so much of it comes from. And I've shared the story before. I would not have CEO success community had I not been working for another woman business owner. I was at the Baltimore conference. I was about to go into a matchmaker meeting with Pfizer. We wanted pharma business and there was a woman crying on the couch and I had a choice, take the meeting with Pfizer or see what the crying woman wanted. I went over to the crying woman. Her, uh, her father had passed away. Her mother was sick and she did not know how to do a trade show. And she certainly didn't know how to do a matchmaker and she had bombed hers and she was ready to go home. And I said, no, 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 don't go home. Tell me about your company. So I'll keep her information private and a little cocktail napkin. I said, give me, we're going to have three bullet points of what you could say about your company. And so I said, three bullets and two cues, two questions. And um, we cleaned up her makeup. She went and the next um, meeting she had with the corporate, she then had the corporate ask for a capability statement, which went on to a contract. And that's how I pivoted into this business. So, yay. <laughs> I know. That's tremendous. Now, we're talking a lot about the um, the business part of this, but there's still fun, too. Um, how do yeah. you kind of um, make the fun businessy, or do you? Or do you separate and say, this is fun time, and I'm not, you know, I'm not wearing my business leader hat? Someone will throw a shoe at you, and I'm sure Pamela will agree and may want to speak to this. Um, you have got to know when to let it go. And at night when everyone is tired and, you know, it's going to be a roaring 20s night and then there's going to be ski lodge night, you have got to drop it. You know, that is not a selling opportunity. You have got to have fun and get to know people on a personal level. And if they ask you about your company, fine, but that's social time and that's fun time. And we've got plenty of hours on the trade show floor, plenty of hours at the meet and greet. I, I You know, I've seen... WBs make mistakes chasing corporates into bathrooms and, you know, stalking them. Just please, if you're listening to this radio, (laughs) please don't do that. They're human beings too. Didi, is that your philosophy as well? Uh, Yes. And I did notice that um, in Nashville, the, the functions, the after hours functions, they felt, they felt they were filled with fun and, had something for everyone and it did not feel like a you know a corporate christmas party even it, it felt like okay this is time to let your hair down and and really relax and just talk to people to talk to people because it's all about the relationships right and the, the, these are a variety of ways to build relationships with people and um there's an appropriate way at certain times and and uh, not so appropriate way so when you're in that environment you know behave accordingly Precisely. So um, now, Didi, uh, what could we all be doing to help you get more uh, folks at this conference? What what kind of help do you need from us? Well, I think you know. I think just raising the awareness um, that it's there, that it is, it is a fabulous conference that really benefits everybody who goes, attends, exhibits, however they however they plan to be there, um, but that it it. It will be um, at least outlook changing for them. At the very least, it will change their outlook and their prospects to attend. 
And then um, for your business, IPW, what does that ideal client look like for you? And um, how can we help you um, meet more of them? Uh, well, our ideal clients are uh, redistributors of our product. And so we we actually have made connections through uh, WeBank at Nashville um, to some of them. But um, just uh, raising the awareness that there is a, a difference and there is um, products like ours being remanufactured within the U.S. and that they are more environmentally friendly because they're not being shipped out of the country and reman- being brought in and, and all of those great things, but that also um, to look to support U.S. manufacturers um, across all industries. And Marianne, what can we help uh, do to be helping you with CEO Success Community? Hmm. Okay, so there's a corporate ask, and then there is a CEO individual business owner ask. So for the CEO individual ask, I would say that um, we are at CEO Success Community, we are on a mission, according to American Express, only 3%, the last time they did the study, um, only 3% of all women business owners get over a million. And that's pretty small. And I think women business owners are pretty phenomenal. So part of what our coaching is, is about growth and accelerating to 20 million plus. And so I think any business owner that's interested in growing, we're interested in talking to you. And for the corporations, we have a lot of workshops and programs. We are absolutely thrilled that we were featured. CEO Success Community was featured this year in the Billion Dollar Roundtable Economic Global Report for our RFP to the win program. We are trying to help more diverse business owners um, win and do better with RFPs. And uh, we were sponsored by PG&E and featured by PG&E. So um, if corporations would be willing to sponsor more business owners in our programs or business owners were interested, that's a win-win. But And and I would say at minimum, come by booth 1615. If I can give you one piece of advice to help you at the conference, no charge, just to help. I'm there. And then uh, the website? Oh, um, CEOsuccesscommunity.com. And Didi, your website? Uh, uh, IPWUSA.com. Good stuff. Pamela, man, this was uh, a lot of tips today. It was a lot of tips. I took a lot of notes. I hope everybody who's listening also took some notes. But I I think the one key thing for those people who haven't attended a conference, just do it. Just go. Just experience it. Um, I loved what Marianne said around, you know, just start with a plan. And the plan doesn't have to be complicated. It could just be as simple as I'm going to meet three new people or three new corporations or Talk to five people. It doesn't have to be a big elaborate plan, but, you know, Didi, I think you said it best when you said that if you attend, it will definitely change your outlook. So thank you guys both for joining us today. Yeah. And then so much for having us. And then the event is, um, do we have the date and all that for the event? Somebody? Yes. uh, The conference this year for the WeBank National Conference, the theme is Amplify. It is going to be at the Gaylord Rocky Resort and Convention Center in Denver, Colorado. It kicks off on March 19th and will end on March 22nd. Just as a reminder, if you are part of the WeBank West family, we are having a pre-event on March 18th. So I hope to see everyone there. Good stuff. Well, thank you all for sharing your story. You're doing such important work and we all appreciate you.
See you everybody. So Thank you. All right. This is Lee Cantor for Dr. Pamela Williamson. We'll see you all next time on Women in Motion.